This is Anna Karmu with UN News. Amid growing international condemnation over Russia's military offensive in Ukraine, tens of thousands of people are still trying to escape to neighboring countries fleeing Hamas. This has brought huge numbers to the western Ukrainian city of Lviv, where UN Children's Fund spokesperson James Elder has been giving an update on the emotional intense scenes he's witnessed to UN News' Daniel Johnson. Remains a sea of great sadness and stress, just thousands upon thousands of people fleeing, continual air raid sirens now, obviously escalation of fighting in all other parts of the country, another night of kids in bunkers, another night of you know parents under enormous stress. Um, we know children are, have been killed in this, we know they've been injured and, and we know that many, many are being traumatised. The only way for this to stop is for the conflict to stop. And what are you seeing in terms of the human stories? We understand that very few men leaving the country, but how about the mothers and children and all the others? It's gut, gut-wrenching. It's just dozen after dozen of just forced farewells. I mean, I've spoken to literally more than 100 people. Every one of them is pretty much the same. There is a father there, normally with them, farewelling them, sitting down, trying to explain to his eight-year-old son or 12-year-old daughter why dad's leaving, then a farewell between husband and wife, and then the, the tears and stress that follow. They may have been in a bunker the night before. They're probably on the road for two days. Train station here in Lviv for 12 hours. It's freezing. It's been snowing. They've had to make that final decision, as a woman said to me, Jay. She's a physiotherapist. No one wants to leave. She just said, James, I... I am at a point where every decision is so critical. I fear if I get one wrong, I will no longer be able to make them for my family. So her and her daughter had decided, decided to leave. Uh, another young girl said she spent, she was seven, and she explained through her mum, who had good English, that there were rats in her bunker. But her mum had said, well, that's okay, there's no bombs. These are the conditions people are in. The level of stress and sadness is you know, on par with, with any crisis that we keep having to face. Yeah, and of course, we've had reports from the UN Children's Fund Executive Director, Catherine Russell, reporting on hospitals, schools, water and sanitation facilities, even orphanages under fire. So the psychological stress must be dreadful. Well, exactly. The Executive Director spoke exactly to that. The reports of those key places, orphanages, schools, hospitals, all under fire. Families are running out of places to go. We've, you know, it's 500, 600, 660,000 now across the borders. The support of everyday Ukrainians has been immense. I see women on the street, on the roads, you know, cooking food for people. I see 15-year-old girls having baked, and that's at least a, a bright moment, uh, albeit the only ones you'll see when they tap on a window of a car to the sort of frozen family inside and offer them something, something warm. I see people at train stations say, look, you've been here for 12 hours. Can I offer you a bed? You know, you're coughing. Do you need some medicine? Whatever it may be. So there's a huge amount of support. And I think we're seeing that in border countries too. But, but the demand is fast outstripping any type of supply. So what can UNICEF actually do on the ground? What's your mission today? What's the first thing you're doing right now? First and foremost, it's support for those people at the border. We've got trucks arriving into Poland, emergency healthcare, emergency education. You've mentioned trauma several times. It's spot on. We know what can be done there. We have, you know, child protection teams on both sides of the conflict lines in the east, you know, helping children who've, who've suffered abuse or violence. These are critical, critical elements and that, that life-saving humanitarian support that was UNICEF's focus in the East. We now try to spread that across the country. That's very difficult. We need humanitarian lines to stay open, but echoing the Secretary General, you know, first and foremost, as we massively ramp up the humanitarian response, 
we need the uh, we need the fighting to stop.